Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. On this week's episode of Mysteries of the Unexplained, we travel both forwards and backwards in time. Hold on to your hernias, lads. This is going to be a rough ride. The Watcher makes his musical debut and we find out just what Michael Jackson is doing in the afterlife. This is Mysteries of the Unexplained. I, I'm beginning to think that there is literally four songs in our head. One of them is that. The next one is like uh, Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Um, one. After that, no, you eight... can't say it. You can't say it. You got to sing it. Do you really want me to sing it? Yeah. The whole song? Yeah. Lying in my bed, I hear the clock ticking. I think of you. Caught up in circles, confusion is nothing new. Flashbacks, warm nights, almost left behind. (laughs) Suitcase of memories, time after sometimes you picture me. I'm walking too far ahead. You're calling to me I can't hear what you have said Then you say go slow I fall behind The second and on my If you lost you can fall And you will find me Time after time If you fall I will catch you I will be waiting Ten after ten. I just wrapped it up into the second verse of the I will be because I know you don't want me to go on too long. <laughs> I got way, I got way, way, way in over my fucking head there now. I did not think that you knew all the words to that song. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mystery <laughs> the Unexplained. And thank you to our special guest, Cindy Lauper, for coming in and giving us a... I'm 
must say, Will, that was absolutely beautiful. Now you're really after lifting me up. <laughs> oh, oh, come here. Um, the album is slowly coming together. I know there was people asking on the Patreon group and Facebook, both platforms. So it will be out, I'm hoping around Christmas, um, but you can pre-order now directly through me, through PayPal. If you wish, um, just message me and I'll send it there. It is $50 pre prepay. And then when it's released, it's another 100. But I think it's worth it. It's a, it's a vast collection of songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else would Santa want to put in your stocking this year? Um, absolutely got more than I bargained for there, which very strange, Will. And very, very strange that you did pick that song time after time. And you didn't even fucking know this. But that is the name of my podcast today. That's because we are psychically connected from the womb, even though we didn't share it. <laughs> is that why when I'm lying down at night, I get all these like flashing images of um, men in tight shorts running through my head? Is that coming from your side or from my side? Maybe. <laughs> Come here to me. I am like Mrs. Doubtfire now with the load of housework that I have to get through today. So let's get into this. We. Have- <laughs> I've never heard it in such a, so accurate in my life. You certainly are, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing a blouse like hers as well. You know when you get something vintage and you're like, oh, it looks cool on other people. I just look like Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm sure you look gorgeous. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, to a few lovely Patreons. And the first one of these, Will, I think you have on your notepad. That's right. I want to say a big thank you to Laura for signing up to us this week. I want to say a big thank you to Kaya, who is so sassy because I wrote her a little note of thanks on the Patreon. And she said, shut up and take my money. And I said, girl, yes, I will. <laughs> we also have um, a free house in, uh, oh, where does that girl live? It's either Missouri or Mississippi. Minnesota? Hmm. <laughs> it begins with M. I go to any of those places. Thanks so much, Kaya, for writing into us and for your little note. It was really cute. And thanks so much for signing up to the Patreon. Thank you so much, Kaya. And we also need to say thank you to Ava and Liam. Thank you so much for signing up to us as well. Oh, they're a temporary crowd, but sure, we'll we'll take their money off them anyway. Thanks so much, guys. We have had great support over the last few weeks and it was really just buoys us up because some days, you know how, you know what we're like. Some days we just go, oh God, what are we doing with our lives? And some days we have lovely people like you sending us love letters and fivers and it's amazing. We also had a little flurry of reviews in during the week, William. We did. Thanks so much for writing and reviews. And if you haven't done so already, please consider it and because it helps us out loads. And the first review we got in was called, called Funny Witches and Bitches. But they had to put the B into a tree or else it would have been censored. I see what you did. <laughs> and they gave us five stars and said, always interesting and always funny. Will and Annie. Will came first before Annie this week. Thank you. The correct way <coughs> are the new pink. They tell creepy stories and make deliciously inappropriate snarky comments sending them much love and appreciation from Texas and that comes in from Kaya Kaya thank you so much Kaya and and actually Annie didn't know because she's so basic what the new pink meant have you found out Annie no you sent me that you screenshotted this the other day and said to me is it the new pink is in the singer is the new pink is in the color am I meant to know what this is as in the new or like as in orange is the new pink what um, Reese Witherspoon says in Legally Blonde. Oh, um, yes. 
No. Sure. What? How would... She said, whoever said orange was the new pink was seriously disturbed. Ah, so... Okay, you would be the one the one out of the two of us now that would be able to quote Legally Blonde, like, you know, off cuff. So I feel okay about this. What's the stop? I know, I am cooler than you. I yeah, I know. No, it's that's fine. what I mean. Um, we fine. also got another review in here and it says, my new favourite podcast, five stars. Uh, oh, just, those five stars just give me hope for the future. This podcast is so interesting and funny. Annie and Will are hilarious. Annie and Will are hilarious. And the show is providing some much needed comic relief during COVID times. It's spooky. It's funny. What more do you want? That's from Laura P1023. Oh, you sound like a bit of a cyborg, Laura. Thank you so much. And what else do you need? <laughs> what else do you need? Only us, Annie and Will. Continue. And then our last uh, final review that we got was good listening and it's five stars and it says these two besties discuss the mysterious and spooky. Great editing and hilarious stories and jibes. I wish I could hear more of them, including their old podcast, but I'm too poor for Patreon. Highly recommend. They have kept me company whilst I've been decorating our old house all alone. I think it's just me that I think it was just me that was cackling as I worked. And that comes in from Hook in a Teacup. Oh, Thanks so much. And to our last little reviewer there. Yeah, look, if you're too poor for your Patreon, I know I've been bullying everyone over the last few weeks, but God knows this woman knows what it's like to be poor. So we are going to be here. We're going to keep it free for you guys. We're going to keep your little ears entertained during COVID. But if you do have the money and you do have the price of a pint of beer or a cup of coffee a week, then you can join the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash mysteries of the unexplained, where you can get a whole back catalogue of a podcast that we had to basically put behind a paywall because it was that amazing um, or else the name of it was really bad and nobody could find it on iTunes one or the other um, and there's loads and loads of stuff out there there's, there must be like there must be over a hundred episodes on that now at this stage Will is there? Yeah I think there's a hundred I think yeah and um, you can find us there and that is where you can also send in to us your little grinds my gears for the weird Wednesday episodes that we do on the Patreon every Wednesday they're actually gas we're getting such a laugh out of it thanks so much to everyone who sent in what grinds their gears and if you've got someone that really just fucking annoyed like so much that you have to take Valium just please write into us about it we might be able to help you guys out Exactly, we could totally help you out. We're qualified, totally qualified. <laughs> don't ask for our certificates because we don't have them to hand. <laughs> but we could get them to you after we go into Microsoft Publisher and absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But they're there, they're there, they're there. Um, listen, it was really strange that you started singing that song to me today because, believe it or not, lads. One of us doesn't know what the other is going to say every podcast. Like, you know, like there's a general template, but Will has no idea what I'm going to talk to him about. Maybe he had a slight little clue from our Weird Wednesdays this week. If any of you guys listened, you'd know that I delved into the deep, dark world of time slippage. And today our podcast is called Time After Time. And before you get started, you want to make sure you're recording because that just seems to be a token thing that you need to do now. I actually learned how to do that on the fly, Will. So just as I started chatting to you, if you had noticed me slowing down in the last sentence a little bit, I just clicked on the old audacity there, saw the thing run and went, Annie, you're a fucking professional. Don't ever (laughs) doubt yourself again. (laughs) I'm recording. Oh, God. Why am I talking about Cindy Lauper? Why is Will's album going to be out on pre-release just for Christmas? And I very, very, very much... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> recommend that you buy it 
A time slip is an alleged paranormal phenomenon which a person or a group of people travel through time through unexplained means. That doesn't really explain anything to you, does it? As with all paranormal phenomena, the objective reality of such experiences is disputed. And in this episode, we will go on to discuss the scientific or otherwise plausibility of time travel itself. Many time slip witnesses report that at the start of their experience of the phenomena, their immediate surroundings take on a weirdly flat, underlit and lifeless appearance, like Will's bosom area, and normal sounds seem muffled, almost as if they were within a distorted type of a movie set. Woo! People often report interacting with others, even eating and drinking, while others say that they seem to be unwitnessed in the scene, as if they themselves are ghost-like. This is often accompanied by feelings of depression and unease, a feeling that something is wrong, or that one is very much where they should not be. One of the best known and earliest examples of a time slip was reported by two English women, Charlotte Anne Mowbray and Eleanor Jourdain the vice principal and principal of St. Hugh's College, Oxford. I would be, if this was us, I would be Charlotte Anne and I would be the principal and you'd be Eleanor, the vice principal. Yeah, but I'm Eleanor Jordan, so I'm French and I'm exotic and you know I love cigarettes and fucking man. <laughs> Whereas you're yeah, this, you have the glasses on, your button shirt up to the top and you're just like, better get the books back into the classroom. And I'm like this, oh, Camille Jalita, why don't you calm yourself and have a cigarette? Oh, loosen up. <laughs> no, Will, I'm sure. No, I'm OK with that. I'm Charlotte and you're Eleanor. You cannot be classier than me. <clears throat> <laughs> they believe that they slipped back in time in the gardens of the Petit Trianon at Versailles. Or as Will would say, Versace. <laughs> no, that's Versace. Annie, I was joking with you on that episode and you slipped over your head. Go back and listen to the episode. Go back and listen to the episode. Don't you tell me otherwise. It was, because you were getting on to it me about the way joke. I, I it, um, it used to say, yeah, palaver, palaver. And then I was like, fucking with your head. But your little monkey brain couldn't connect the cogs. Well... Please, this is my episode. We can go through your very low self-esteem issues later. Annie, go on with your episode, please. Who believed that they slipped back in time in the gardens of the Petit Trianon at Versailles from the summer of 1901 to the period of the French Revolution. On August the 10th, 1901, Moberly and Jourdain were visiting the Palace of Versailles. They decided to go in search of the Petit Trianon. Um... I don't know. That's just a little part of the palace, okay? I don't know. It's like a little building or something they were going off looking for. Don't ask me questions. I wasn't there. (laughs) Oh my God. While walking through the grounds, they both were impressed by a feeling of oppressive gloom. They claimed to have encountered and interacted with a number of people in old-fashioned attire, whom they later assumed to have been members of the court of Marie Antoinette, and to have seen a figure that may have been Marie Antoinette herself on the day in 1792 when she learned that a mob had stormed the Tuileries Palace. Now, there's a whole book written on this, and it's called An Adventure, a la 
it's a pretty nice title for a book that's supposedly about some weird kind of travel uh, time travel stuff but you can read the whole lot of it there's actually excerpts of it online there and it's really gas it's a very short summation of what happened there but the two women like turned around a corner basically and next thing there was like a, a load of fellas there like that they thought were dressed up in a kind of a for a dramatic reenactment or something like this oh. and um yeah and uh, they walked past this very snotty looking woman who was uh, wearing a big frou-frou dress and had a dog on her lap and was painting in the garden and they looked at her and she looked at them with like <laughs> your shit on my shoe kind of a glance so then strangely enough just presumed that they had gone through a time warp and that they had met that was Marie Antoinette herself and she had looked at them like get the fuck out of my, my palace I am a French lady the queen and uh, they weren't too impressed with her anyway they were there for about half an hour and they said that uh, when they came back out of it one of them didn't talk to the other about it Uh, they didn't talk about it until they started writing letters and then you can see the letters that they wrote to each other to compare what they had experienced at the place most interesting oh very interesting Mm, but perhaps an unlikely spot to gain fame for slipping back in time and arguably much less glamorous in the Palace of Versailles is Liverpool's Bold Street Liverpool is a very old merchant city and was once the most important port in Britain and was dubbed the New York of Europe. <laughs> I'm sorry now, lads, but that was a stretch the first day it was ever said. But I'll continue. But it was not this bustling port of the 1800s that people seem to be transported to in these mysterious time slips, but the quaint streets of the 1960s and 70s. Yes, over the years, a number of people have claimed to have slipped into another time period while walking along the city centre street and they were able to recount specific details from the past that they encountered during the experience. There are areas all over Liverpool and Merseyside that seem to have time slip hotspots, but the highest saturation of this anomaly seems to constantly be recorded in this thoroughfare of Bold Street at the heart of the city. Our first tale is that of Frank, a local who set off with his wife to go shopping in Liverpool back in 1996. His wife decided that she wanted to go and buy a book at Waterstones, the large bookstore, and they started to walk towards the area of the shop. As they approached Bold Street, Frank decided to go into another shop first, but bumped into a friend and stopped to chat in the street. His wife went ahead without him. A few moments later, Frank visited the shop and soon turned back to go meet his wife. After reaching Bold Street, he headed on towards the bookstore. As he approached, he glanced up and was surprised to see the name Crips above the door. As he was about to cross over to see what was going on, a van swept past him with the name Cardins on the side. The van driver honked his old-fashioned horn and drove past. Looking around, Frank suddenly realised that things were not quite what they should be. Flaming heck, he thought to himself. What the bloody hell's going on here then? (laughs) He looked at the cars driving past and realised that they were all old-fashioned vehicles, such as people would drive back in the 50s and 60s. He then noticed the people... Men were wearing hats and Macintosh and the women were dressed in headscarves, full skirts and had old-fashioned hairstyles such as women wore just after the war. By this time, Frank was beginning to feel slightly freaked out. Am I losing my blooming, my blooming marbles? (laughs) Frank wouldn't curse Annie. Annie wanted me to say fucking 
Frank wouldn't say fucking. He'd he'd say like, my blooming marbles, <laughs> That's a Mancunian accent, but you're close enough. We'll keep on going. At least it's not Northumberland. I just channeled the spirits, Annie. I don't. I don't question them. So. <laughs> He carried on crossing the road and headed towards the store. As he got closer, he noticed through the window handbags, shoes and umbrellas. Suddenly he saw a young woman standing looking totally bemused up at the shop sign. She was wearing modern clothes and as she saw him approaching, smiled at him. Frank went into the shop, closely followed by the young woman. When they entered, he was surprised and pleased to see that it had indeed turned back into a bookshop. The young woman smiled, shook her head and said, That was strange. I thought it was a new clothes shop. Then she walked away looking extremely puzzled. This may sound like an unlikely tale, but the odd thing about it is that Frank was in fact a former police officer who was used to dealing in facts and definitely wasn't the type of person who would believe in the paranormal. Frank never stopped talking about it. Was this a time slip? Evidently, Cripps was a woman's shop that sold clothes and other goods, and Cardinals was also a well-known Liverpool firm that owned vans around the time that Frank found himself in. Oh, I love the fact that they're like, but Frank had been a policeman, so then he couldn't be mad in the head or having a nervous breakdown. Wouldn't that make you more likely? Yeah, I know. I know, isn't that gas? Like they used to always like rely on that. If you had like, if you were like a fireman, policeman, um, <laughs> you were very credible. Doctor, very credible back in the day. You could have seen anything. You could have actually um, have had a stroke and hallucinated something and whatever you hallucinated was fact. It actually happened. But if you were just a regular Jones, it's like, hey, I just seen a UFO. They'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Joe's been drinking again, everybody. Help, Joe. Any more little green men? Down the local. But then if he's... If he's a policeman, then it's just like, hey, he's seen somewhat mysterious one night. He's a policeman, don't you know? Oh, help, he's seen a little green man coming down from the top of his hat. And climbed into his pocket. It looks to me he's a blooming policeman. Policemen don't lie. Well, if anyone has watched Line of Duty, they know that they fucking do lie. Oh. Now we have another little. We have another little tale from Liverpool. There's actually dozens. I could have picked from any amount of them. Well, and if anyone would like to look at them, I found them all over the internet. And there's loads. Of, there's a whole. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. Sorry, I just slipped on a piece of time. Oh. Oh my god, that was so. That was maybe the worst joke I've ever heard you make. Are you. Is everything okay? You tell me. <laughs> Another astonishing tale is from a local called Sean. <laughs> I love this. This is so casual. Another astonishing tale is from a local called Sean, who, while shoplifting in Liverpool back in 2006, ran away from a security guard and headed down Hanover Street. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know, every Liverpoolian, they just, you know, I was, I was going for my lunch. Scored for me lunch. <laughs> oh my god, are you okay? Shoplifting? My lunch at the shoplift my lunch. Well, it's just like part of your day. Oh yeah, yeah, lunchtime, just go shoplifting. Trying to shake off the policeman, Sean, 19, turned into a dead end street called Brooks Alley. By this time, he was out of breath and started to get a tight sensation in his chest. Should lose a few pounds before you go shoplifting, Sean. 
He soon realised that it wasn't actually a problem with him, but the atmosphere around him. He waited for the policeman to come around the corner after him, but he never appeared. So, thinking that he had given them the slip, he sauntered back out and started walking down Hanover Street again. But he soon realised that something was wrong. The road looked different, and so did the pavement. He noticed cars driving by that looked very old-fashioned, and the roadworks that he knew were there were now gone. Soon he saw that people around him were wearing strange clothes. Crossing over to Bowl Street, he noticed that there were traffic lights where there weren't before, and bushes growing around the Lyceum, near a bar that he recognised. He carried on walking. Soon he began to feel that something was really not quite right. Then he began to panic. He realised that somehow he had stepped back in time, and the time slip was not going away. Then he remembered his mobile phone. Taking it out of his pocket, he tried to get a signal, but of course it wouldn't work. Eventually, he began to really, really panic, but soon spotted a kiosk selling newspapers and headed over. Leaning over the stand, he took a look at the front page of the Daily Post. There, in bold lettering, was the date. 18th of May, 1967. What the bloomin' hell am I going to do now? How will I get back home? <laughs> Nobody will ever know what happened to me. Sorry, Liverpool, I'm really sorry. So speeding up his pace, he reached H. Samuel the jewellers and tried his phone again. This time it worked. <laughs> oh, I just I just got reception in the past though from a mast back in 1967. But it worked anyway, so you don't question these things. Sighing with relief, he looked around and realised that he had returned to the present. But the strange thing was, he could still see down the end of the road, people still walking around in 1967. By this time, Sean had had enough. He dived onto a bus to go home. When he was interviewed by the local paper, by the local newspaper later, he stated over four times the account exactly as above. Now, you may think that Sean was making the story up to escape from the policeman, but the strange tale didn't end there. When he was interviewed, he stated that when he ran after Sean and turned down the dead alley after him, he said that Sean had completely disappeared. When the newspaper checked out the facts of Sean's story, they found out that everything he had said about where he had visited was historically accurate. Oh my God. Frightening. What, thing, what do you think happened? Did he, go, did he go back in time? Did he actually run so fast when he was running from your man that he passed the speed of light and actually went back in time? I think he did. I think he went back in time in the same way the Spice Girls went back in time to do the Stop Right Now music video. Um, I think it's very common occurrence, clearly. Um, that's another example, actually. You should have added into your stories today, but we'll leave it as such. <laughs> um, well, I tell you one thing. I felt like the Spice Girls did go back in time when I went to see them on their reunion tour two years ago. Oh my God, they looked unreal. Where would you go if you went back in time, Will? If I had a choice. Mm-hmm. For a little half an hour jaunt like that. It's always a little half an hour, isn't it? It's not anything. Yeah. Oh, God, you put me on the spot there now. I probably would go back to the time of, um, to a specific area mm-hmm. in Ireland. I, I'd have to go back to the New Grange and see what was going on. Yeah. At the summer solstice oh, yes. to see like what they were up to. Yes. There'd be a witch that looked exactly like you, but with hair extensions down to her arse getting burnt up in a stone. That's what happened. 
And they'd be like, here is the corpse of Annie Gann. Descendant. <laughs> our descendants <laughs> will go on no more. And then meanwhile, there'll be this man bundling a baby with your head, like going, we'll get you out of here. You must go on. <laughs> you are the future of this country. Yeah. Well, one of the most revolutionary concepts that we did learn in the 20th century is that time is not a universal measurement. Oh, no. You see, time is not time all over the galaxy, William. Time is only time relative to the Watcher. Oh, don't you get in on the Watcher, you. You do not have the rights. You don't have the rights. Getting up on that horse. I'm getting up on this horse and I'm riding it out at a fucking stadium. Albert Einstein himself said that the concept of time is relative and not absolute. In his special theory of relativity, Einstein determined that time is relative. In other words, the rate at which time passes depends on your frame of reference. The rule is the faster that you are going, the more that time slows down. So, Will, I know that you're going to find this really hard. It's going to blow your little fucking mind. But imagine this. If you, William, stay on Earth holding a clock and I get on a rocket ship and blast off into space for a bit, I will experience time more slowly than you. And if I travel at about 86% the speed of light, now you'd need to go like very, 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 very fast, then time will go twice as slowly for me on the ship as it will for you on Earth. But I won't notice this on the ship. Because everything on the ship will have slowed down too, along with my biological ageing process. So basically, Will, by the time I get back, you're an owl bitch and I am young forever. (laughs) 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 This is what this boils down to. You being like, ended up being younger than me somehow. Absolutely, it's going to have to work out somehow and this is how she's going to make it happen. (laughs) And he's building a rocket ship in her backyard now. (laughs) I just need a few more bits. If anyone knows where I can find a flux capacitator, could you just email us in a bit? Thank you. Here's another interesting fact, right? Do you know in the movie Interstellar, I fucking loved it, but halfway through, like my head was going to pop off because I was like, what? Like, what are they? And how is it? And whoa, it's like, whoa, it's mind bending and it's meant to be. But in that movie, right, Cooper and his team land on a large watery planet and the gravity there is 30% stronger than on Earth. So the combination of factors on that planet slows down time so much that they experience time 61,000 times slower than on their ship, which is just hovering outside the planet waiting for them. So th- remember, there's a guy like waiting on the ship. Oh, yeah. They go down onto the they go down onto the planet for three hours. And when they come back, your man is 23 years older than them. And these maths that were worked out for Interstellar are actually technically correct and plausible. And it actually technically could happen. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Don't know what the hell you're after telling me, but OK. I'm telling you, that's a very good movie. And I would absolutely Bradley Cooper in a fucking second. Now, listen. This is all about travel into the future, but what about travel into the past? Some physicists theorise that it actually could be possible with something called a closed timeline curve or a transversible warm wormhole. Wormhole. Now, I am going to say that I spent about 
like six hours on the internet today looking at all these physics videos that actually nearly made my eyes pop out but there's some really really good ones if you look on youtube at minute physics that explain uh relativity and time dilation and how a, a transversible wormhole wormhole would work to fold time back on itself but it's kind of like if you get a piece of paper right and you fold a piece of paper over and you drive like a pencil mm. down through the piece of paper mm-hmm. you would have a hole in the top bit of the paper and you'd have a hole in the bottom bit of the paper and because we know that time time is now continuum if time folded in upon itself mm. and those holes met well then that would be something like a transversible wormhole and it technically could happen some physicists think but well i'm coming to the favor my favorite part of the show Mm-hmm. Did you know that there's a very famous man online and he has travelled to the future and his name is Noah the Time Traveller? I have heard of him, Annie. Yes, I have. I can't lie. I have heard of Noah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I wouldn't want you to lie to me ever. Not at all. Well, I'm going to introduce our listeners to just a tiny little clip of Noah. Um, he's very, very interesting and he gets very technical here altogether about how he was picked to travel through time. Hello, my name is Noah the Time Traveler. I am a time traveler from the year 2030. I will tell you my story today because a lot of people have been asking me for the whole thing. Today I'm going to be going through my whole life and telling you how I became a time traveler. So Noah goes on to tell us how he became a time traveler. Listen to this. A lot, I mean, like, you can't really tell from my way I talk because it was the future and everything, you know. We, that's how we talk. We talk on the phone, you know. But I was, I was pretty good at school, despite looking like a different person, which made basically started the bullying because I didn't look smart, but I actually was smart. The thing is, I got straight A's in all my classes. I was doing well, and then there was that one day where I was pulled aside from school, and I was contacted by these two men tuxedos or the suits they um had shaved heads you could see it growing still it's not like the men in black where they have completely shaved hair <laughs> i like the way he says it was kind of like men in black but it wasn't exactly like men in black because their hair wasn't shaved exactly the same way what now this goes on for a long long time and i'm just going to play you one tiny more bit of it because they they tried to ask him about the technicalities of how he traveled through time and he says that he got into this huge dome shaped thing that had a machine attached to it and he's going to tell us how it worked he, they asked him how it worked and this is his explanation right and then we started time traveling we put on, i put on this huge metal suit and we went to this i went to this giant room i remember i was the only one in there I remember hearing someone count down in a, in a robotic type voice and, and uh, basically a sap hit me and I was just, it felt like my consciousness faded for a split second and I just woke up like that and I remember waking up in the same dome. I thought it didn't work at first. I was like, oh, I, I'm, in the, I'm in the dome again. This, this obviously wasn't working, but someone would open the doors to take me out of like out of this chair I was sitting in, I guess. Um, it basically, you feel like I'm strapped and everything with these huge metal things. Um, he opened it up and he, I did the mistake of thinking I could walk for the first time doing it. 
supposed to walk because I don't know what happened to my brain or something, but I just couldn't walk further. It felt like I was lightheaded and I basically fell flat on my face. And you know, he helped me up. Um, I remember just really kind about it, kinder than anybody else I've met that has helped me. And then he guided me into a different room. I said, it didn't work. We're not in a different year. I'm, I'm sure it'd be somewhere in the city. And he said, you're in the year 2009. It was crazy. It basically, he's a mentor. Well, I mean, he has... Um... Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is published on Apex TV on YouTube and they have 1.35 million subscribers. And like, there's a lot of people on here who are like, thank you for sharing your story, Noah. Like Noah basically tells us a story about how he was bullied as a child um, and he had a stutter and that he had average grades. And then mm. somehow the men in black and he's like, I don't know why they picked me, but they picked me. These literal men in black in tuxedos came and pulled him out of his school, brought him to a place and gave him a pamphlet about about time travel. <laughs> and he read the whole pamphlet. He says to several times, and I read the whole pamphlet. I did read the whole pamphlet. It was like, very good. Well done. Um, and that they trained him. Was the pamphlet made of LSD and you read it, <laughs> Noah? <laughs> Could that have happened, Noah? <laughs> Maybe. And then yeah. um, they set him off on his career of time traveling. It's really, really fascinating stuff. And he says it's a really hard job and he doesn't know anyone else who'd do a job as hard. But I'd say somehow, mm. I'd say somehow he um, preferred that job than working in McDonald's somehow. You know, I think he, Noah didn't want to have a normal job somehow, I think. I think he was special. And Noah wouldn't think of coming back in time and maybe playing the lotto um, with numbers no. that would win. No. Or maybe having some inside knowledge on Bitcoin. 
No, oh, no, are, um, no, no. You, are any of that just no. decided to start a YouTube account, was it? No. Yeah, I think they're the rules. Yeah. I think they're the rules oh, um, right. that you're not allowed right. to, um, you're not allowed to win the lotto or do anything that would benefit you personally. Um, and he only goes as far as 2030, but uh, you're going to have to listen to it yourselves there to see what revelations he comes up with because I'm 20 minutes into it and he's basically said not only that he read a pamphlet okay and um that ends (laughs) that ends our story for this week if you'd like to find anything else out about the liverpool time slips there are pages and pages and pages devoted to it right up until like this year of people having really weird experiences there and strangely enough like some people really really believe that it's something got to do with how the um tram system the train the tube system there is set up that it's it's in concentric oh. circles and they say that it's these concentric circles around the of the trains around that part of Liverpool and their electric electromagnetic frequency is the reason that people slip back into time. I just think that people in Liverpool are doing an awful lot of drinking and drugging these days. I would just like to apologise to anybody in Liverpool that I've upset with my accent. Um, please don't <laughs> Thank you. And now Bishels and Bishies, uh, you know what that time out of the week it is. Ask Willie anything. <laughs> are you are you okay? Are you after going into a time slip yourself? <laughs> I don't know. I was in Liverpool, I was just doing a bit of shopping and I slipped on a banana skin and oh my god, I'm back in nineteen fifty two. Um got absolutely hammered with quest hammered with questions for you this week. And when you said why are you making noise there? A paper or something rattling. No, it's my headphones that um we're moving there. It's okay, Shut up, fine. You fuck. Go on, well, sorry, what did the public want to know about um their version of Princess Diana. Sorry, go on. Well, <laughs> a princess for the people, by the people. Um, well, this week I asked our listeners a little question as well uh, that I like to ask people. And I asked people what colour their eyes were. So they they shall answer that. They shall tell you a little bit something about themselves. And then Lovely. they ask you something, Will. So Sarah Elizabeth. Sarah Elizabeth D. Wilde. Oh, that's just such a fucking Bronte kind of name. Beautiful. Her eyes are green. If you could have any job, profession, skill, people pay you for thing in the world, what would it be and why? Oh, wow. Thank you so much for your question. If I could do anything like successfully, I would have loved to have been a singer. A singer. Oh, yeah. You do have an angel's voice. I will come back as as a pop princess in my next life. I've decided. (laughs) I have decided that. Look out for me, guys. Look out for me. Well, if we just put the rest, if we just put the rest of the world on rocket ships and send them off, they'll all be so old by the time you come back that then it'll you'll be back in your teenagers and then you can do the whole uh, Ariana Grande thing. That sounds like a plan, actually. Actually, yeah. Okay, that sounds good. There you go. Annie's got all the answers. Should be asked Annie this week. But anyway, <laughs> Ruth Newcomb has blue eyes. Do you Beautiful. think Annie has ADHD? <laughs> all the best people do, Annie. We're very creative people. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks, Ruth. Um, do I think she has ADHD? Um, maybe she's a bit of us, actually, now that you say it, Ruth. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not a medical professional, so I can't diagnose her with it. But there is telltale signs, I think, there. Um <sighs> She does like to be the centre of attention. So whatever disorder that is. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I really don't. I think you might be onto something, Ruth. Deborah K. Lambert Finch. Oh, look at your beautiful names. She's hazel eyes. So do I, Debs. Will, what is your favourite song? And could you please sing it in whatever voice of your choice? Vanessa Everly says, hopefully it's The Watcher. But Will, uh, now Deborah said, like, the voice of your choice. The voice of your choice. <laughs> Deborah, thank you so much for sending in your question. That is a good, that is a good question. And I'd hate to just give it, give one song to it. But I suppose that's what you asked for. I think it would have to be a song by our loving Celine Dion. And it would have to be Mm -hmm. the one, the only. What song are we going to sing, Annie? There were nights when the wind was so cold. No, Annie. What? No, go. I'll give you one more chance, Annie. Um, because you love me. Oh my God, you don't know me at all. In the style of the watchers, is is you're it? getting two songs off me this week, guys. My heart will go on, Annie. Ah, oh, please, ah, oh, please, Will. Ah, oh, please. <laughs> I know. Go on then. Give us a bar of it. Every night in my dreams I see you, I feel you. That is how I know you go on. Far across the distance and and spaces between us. You have come to show you go on. Near, far, wherever you are, I believe that the heart does go on once more. You open the door, and when you're here in my heart, my heart will go on and on. Love can touch us one time and last for a lifetime, and never let it go till you're gone. Love was when I loved you, one true time I'd hold to. In my life will always go on, near, far, wherever you are, I believe that the heart does go on. Why, why does the heart go on? Once more, <laughs> you open the door and you'll hear my heart and my heart will go on and on. You're here. There's nothing I fear, Annie. And I know that my heart will go on. We'll stay forever this way. You are safe in my heart and my heart will go on and on. The Watcher. Thank you. Oh my God, I actually can't. I think I just pissed my pants a little bit. <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry, I can't. I feel like that I'm going to have a, a, psychotic, a psychotic break and actually will become the fucking watcher. <laughs> I, I, I think you might mm. be very close to that line, the watcher. Vanessa Everly, thanks for that, Vanessa, because that was a very good suggestion. She has lovely brown eyes. Who's your favourite Golden Girls character? Uh, yeah. Oh, thanks so much, Vanessa. I think it probably would have to be Blanche. Wasn't Blanche the real grouchy oh. one? Wasn't she? Uh, no, Blanche was the Hoori one. Oh, well, yeah, she was good too, actually. Um, actually, I forgot about Blanche the Hoori one. Blanche was like, yeah, it is Blanche then. Blanche was like, I've got a man down in Texas. Yeah, that fits. He just loves a woman in a show. That, that fits because I love yeah. a southern accent. Yeah, I, and yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Blanche. That's her, that's her, that's her. 
Um, uh, yeah, I knew it would be. I just knew it would be. I knew it would be branches. Natalie Moore has grey blue eyes. Beautiful. They're a weird colour. I've been told they're like a dog's eyes. Oh. A husky, apparently. Oh, so Scottish. You've been given a warning that you have one hour to live. What are you doing? Oh, very good question. Thanks for your question. Um... If I know I have an area left to live, I probably would just ring my friends mm-hmm. and family and tell them, like, divide it up into, like, a quick little segments and tell them I love them and, I don't know, and what to do at my funeral. Aww. And I'd give you a lot of tasks, Aww. Annie. It would be a very stressful day <laughs> for you. It's okay. I would make it all about me and that's what people would want to see at the end of the day. I have a big black wedding. I have a wedding gown that I dyed black. It was from a previous engagement. I don't want to talk about it. Um, But I got a bit of dial on, put it in the washing machine black. I got a veil to go in and I am just waiting for the day you drop, bitch. Alison Scott has dark blue eyes. What do you do to calm yourself down if something's been grinding your gears? Thank you, Alison, for your question. Um, what I used to do was clench my back teeth until they used to crumble and they would fill my mouth with blood until the dentist oh. told me to stop doing that. So now I... That is a true story. So now I... Um, probably a little bit of breathing exercises and try to remove yourself from the situation. <laughs> Hence why we went to a virtual setup for the podcast. I just couldn't deal with the grinding anymore Alison also says also seeing as I've given Annie's business a little plug via my super crazy fan child oh crazy super fan child she is she's so cute what is your favourite product from the good garden if anyone doesn't know that is Will's business bitch what is your own favourite product from you okay my own favourite product from me is is probably the Lost in Lavender wax melts because they're made with essential lavender essential oil and I just love the smell of lavender. So yeah. anything lavender is amazing. I have at the ver- this very moment orange and what are the last ones I got from you? Orange and, and something else on in the background. Orange and jasmine. They're my favourites. I love anything orange flavoured. Jennifer. Yeah, Wa- they're nice. They're so fab. Jennifer Walker Caucus has dark brown eyes. What is your favourite movie slash TV show? Oh, thanks so much. Um, okay, so my favourite movie of all time is Jurassic Park. I just love Jurassic Park. It was the first film I ever went to the cinema to see with my dad. First time in the cinema ever, actually. Um, but I just love it. Aww. I've seen it a million times. Um, favourite TV show? Ooh, that's a tough one. I always kind of... Okay, I'm just going to say what I'm currently loving at the moment, even though like in five years time, I could be like, that mm-hmm. was shite. I'm watching Nine Perfect Strangers with Nicole Kidman. That is on at the moment and it's so good. Although it's only been three episodes in, they come out weekly and it's on Amazon Prime. It's, I love it because it's like really kind of, I don't know what's happening. Now, come here, by the end of it, I could be like, that was a pile of shite, but that's what I'm currently loving. We will get back to you in a few mm-hmm. weeks and see because you do change your opinion as often as you change your knickers. Janique Leslie Calderon. Brown. You've lovely brown eyes, Janique. And for Will, I just found out that via another podcast that you share my adoration for T-Rexes and Jurassic Park. Oh, there Park. we go. Have you seen the movie Land of the Lost? It's one of my personal favourites. Yeah, I, ha- I have actually. <laughs> I have. I have oh, seen yeah. it because it's with uh, Will Ferrell and there's a song in it that's like I think I get it I know I'm gonna get it I think I get it and, and, and that song stayed in my head for fucking ages like an earworm and it was like dicta- dictating my life for a couple of weeks <laughs> I, why haven't 
I seen this? I love a bit of Will Ferrell. Okay, that's on. Yeah, it is good. It is good film. It is good film. I think it's funny. I gotta watch it. Um, Step Brothers is one of my favorites ever. Tanya Middleton has green eyes. Goes so well with my bright red hair. Oh, it does. I can see in your profile pic. Gorgeous. Obviously, out a bottle. Question is, what music do you like, Mr. Will? Oh, okay. Um, I kind of listen to everything, but really, I just I do love like nineties dance music. Oh, I just yes, always bitch. go back to listening to that, like oh, anything, like yeah. a bit of Ace of Base, all that she wants, Crystal Waters, Gypsy Woman, Real McCoy, Another Night. Um, what else do we love? I don't know. I know they're all the songs that you sometimes don't know the artists, but like when you hear them, you're like, oh, yeah, oh God, we're so old. We're so old. Um, David Mill says, my eyes are blue with tiny little yellow bits by the pupil. I also have those yellow bits. My question for Will is this. The hubby and I really want to visit Ireland, Republic, Northern or both. What do you recommend we must do visit in Ireland? Okay, in Northern Ireland, Giants Causeway is pretty good. Um, yeah. Belfast City, I think, is actually quite good nowadays isn't it I don't know yeah, I actually haven't been really up there good. in years yeah um, no I was there ju- a few years ago it's really Belfast great city yeah definitely Donegal up Donegal uh, the coastline is amazing yeah. um, down yeah. more down south definitely recommending going over to Galway maybe spend a night in Dublin if you can um, I would go down to Killarney Kerry Dingle all around there would be gorgeous um, I haven't been to Cork in fucking years so I can't really comment but I'm sure you would say it's amazing as well Annie and then I'm in Wexford so down around Wexford like Kerrclow Beach if you love your beaches and you have a bit of time to go down the south there's a beach down there Kerrclow Beach and then you could drive onto the Hook Lighthouse which is right on the like Hook Peninsula and that's where Loftus Hall is if you're driving down to the Hook and coming back out of it, you'd pass by Loftus Hall, which is the haunted house. And um, I suppose I better plug my nearest town, Euros, because they are doing a lot of work with that lately, actually. And they've painted like the most amazing murals on the walls of some of the buildings. Yes. And they're absolutely gorgeous. So if you were yeah. passing through there, I would stop off, park up and take a walk around the town. And there's a Dunbrody yeah. ship, famine ship as well there. So you could totally go in there. Um, and yeah. I work for Falch Island now and that costs you 70 euros <laughs> just to listen to that guys um, yeah there's so much like I mean really every part of Ireland you turn around there's just I think we didn't really realise that when we were growing up here as kids but there's like historical like bits and pieces like at every second mm. field like yeah, honest to god like and, and all of the coastline is just beautiful like I can't really it's hard to pick favourite bits but like you said like the Ring of Kerry and up around Slayhead Dingle like is just the epitome of Ireland uh, at its best it's just unbelievable I'm actually going there soon yeah. Sean Gray Sean Ellis has blue grey eyes William what is the perfect cocktail oh uh, the perfect cocktail hmm not really a big cocktail drinker although I do enjoy them I don't really get them as often as you should really um, yeah uh, I used to drink black Russians years ago. Actually, they were oh quite nice. Oh my god! Yeah, was there was there Coke in them? Like Coke? Yeah, drinking Guinness yeah. and Coke and vodka, maybe. I'm yeah, not really sure about that. Like I have to look it, that up. Yeah, I'll have to get onto uh, the poisoner's not, cabinet for that one. 
Um, oh, the poisoner's cabinet would give us a few. You're not really a cocktail type of gal because not um, really. strong, strong spirits seem to fucking drive you balubas. I honestly think that I have developed an alcohol intolerance. And I used to remember yeah. when I was younger in college, I would drink vodka. And remember, I used to come out in a roaring rash. Like I used to be red yes. in the face. And I think yeah. my body, like I, my dad had a party at the weekend gone and I drank and I had like a few vodkas and I actually felt sick. I was like, I actually think I just, my body doesn't like alcohol. Um, so yeah. maybe I'll just have to stop. But because uh, I could never drink beer. Like, I, Jesus, if you no. ever randomly seen me and want to get me a beer or get me a drink, do not buy me a beer. Like, <laughs> I will get sick. Like, I will pee <laughs> and have extreme anxiety while you hand it to me. Yeah, um, on the, on the flip side of things, I will drink until the cows come home. Now, I will be dying the next day, but sister can have a drink. But you definitely, there's something, there's something. I think I just have an intolerance. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't agree with you. And I think, you know, when you're, when you're in your like drinking years, your early 20s and stuff, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, it's fine. I'm in a rash. I have a rash and I feel sick and I'm puking and, you know, like, but that's just all normal. It's really not normal. It's just because it's happening to everybody else around you as well. Thank you so much to all of you and oh, your thanks, guys. eyes. I love finding out what colour eyes people have. It really interests me. I don't know why. Um, come here, Will. What? Come... Yeah. What? What? <laughs> uh, uh, Anton is running towards me in his Louboutins and his Gucci suit. Oh, no, don't scuff them on the floor. What is it, darling? Darling. Wait, wait, where's Roshi? Darling. Darling. Oh. <clears throat> we'll talk about that later darling Anton just hand it to me darling okay sit down have a glass of Chardonnay <gasps> woman claims to be no, married no. to Michael Jackson's ghost boop 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 yes Kathleen Roberts who also claims that she's the reincarnation of Marilyn Monroe said in an interview that Jackson's ghost proposed to her clairvoyantly with a pink engagement ring she added that Reverend there's hope for you yet Will she added that Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. allegedly officiated the ceremony while she was getting out of the bath <laughs> what Robert what? who was from the US of course she is told the Daily Star that Jackson uses her body through possession or channeling if you prefer to call it she said in an order to live a happy marriage to her he sings dances and eats food via Robert's body she added that she believes Jackson chose her because of her apparent resemblance to the late Monroe I feel special that he chose me for a wife though not on paper we treat our relationship as though we are married we have our ups and downs but Michael the truth is I just can't stop loving you she said Michael stays in me all the time oh that's going to get uncomfortable so he comes to the restroom with me and calls these special bonding moments toiletries he loves cookies he cusses a lot more than I'd expect him to he talks to me a lot which (laughs) is not what I expected from the shy man I saw on TV all those years I was a fan Jackson, who died in 2009, age 50, and Roberts haven't yet consummated their marriage. He doesn't like being touched back, she says. He scares me with spider visions and dead corpse visions if I kiss him or try to initiate romance physically, said Roberts. He is very bossy and points things out like flaws and mistakes I make. I am sure that he got that from his father, so I try to overlook that because I love him and I am not perfect either. In other news, it's been revealed that Jackson once pitched a collaboration with Duran Duran, but the group turned down the offer. Boop, 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 
This has been Annie from Philly's oh Bizarre News. Please my. join us next week. <laughs> so either that woman has had a brain aneurysm or else she's possessed by a demon. One or the other. Imagine, imagine if you're imagined boyfriend your invisible boyfriend still is a fucking bossy prick and goes around yeah. pointing out your flaws and mistakes the whole time that's the reason why you have an invisible one not a real one because the real ones do you don't need that from your invisible one that is the, that is definitely the most bizarre news story we've ever had um, and can we say prayers and thoughts to that lady please I know but she seems perfectly happy and to tell you the truth she's getting more engagements than me and you this week whoa Oh, somebody sitting in the shade. Oh. Now, I have a very oh. little special something for you, Will. We had the lovely Paige Elmore get in touch with us this week, and Paige is the host of Reverie True Crime Crimes and Eerie Events, the things horrific reveries are made of. And it's a very spooky and sassy little true crime show. And Paige got in touch with us, and we are just more than delighted to play a little clip of her show right here. I'm Paige, the host of Reverie True Crime. I tell stories of helpless victims, vicious killers, predators watching their prey before they strike, survivors, petty crimes, people we think we know who do the unthinkable, and the dangers that lurk not only in the dead of night, but in plain sight and the light of day. Every once in a while, I'll also tell stories of the frightening paranormal, elusive cryptids, haunted locations, and conspiracies that may be silly or thought-provoking. You can listen to Reverie True Crime wherever you're listening to this podcast. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at Reverie Crime Pod. Facebook, Instagram, and even Tumblr at Reverie True Crime. Remember, stay safe, be aware of your surroundings at all times, and take care. Wow, thanks so much Paige for sending that in and if you want to check out the podcast you can find a link to her show in this episode's show notes so make sure you go over and have a listen guys. Thanks so much for that Paige and all the best with the show. Thanks so much for getting in touch. We love when people get in touch and if you would like to get in touch Will is going to give you the socials. If you want to send in a voice message which you can record on your phone and email it to us, you can do so at motustories at gmail.com and we will play out maybe your query or question or anything on the show. If you've got a spooky encounter and you want to be on the show but you're a little bit nervous about coming on live and speaking on a microphone, just send it in via voice message. Or if you would like to sign up to our Instagram, you can do so by clicking follow on Mysteries of the Unexplained Pod. You can also join our Facebook group which is Mysteries of the Unexplained and you can also find us on Twitter at Mysterious Pod I think. Mysteries Pod is it? Oh yeah yeah Mysteries that's it. (laughs) That's the name of the show are you okay? Okay I better let you go because speaking of ADHD Will's gone over his 30 minute allocation of time where he can actually keep. You've got COA. You've got COA, Centre of Attention.
<laughs> thanks so much for all your likes and shares and if you could do one thing for us this week just tell a friend tell a friend you never know we might brighten up their life yeah we will be back next Wednesday as usual with another weird Wednesday from William and William will also return with another fantastic mystery of the of the unexplained next Friday until then stay safe my loves join us next time for another mystery of the unexplained Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.